Welcome to the Always On Podcast. I'm your host, Duncan McPherson. And on this podcast, our objective is to enable our audience, which are very productive fee-for-service professionals, to always be working on their business and working on themselves personally and professionally. On today's podcast, I had a great conversation with Matt Halloran. Matt is the co-founder of Proudmouth Podcasting and the host of Top Advisor Marketing Podcast as well. This episode was a bit different as Matt interviewed me on the concept of content marketing and why podcasting is a great medium for professionals today and how all this can help build the enterprise value of your business and help you achieve professional contrast. If you like this podcast, please like and share, and we would love to hear any feedback. Thanks for listening. Now, we're going to get kind of meta here, everybody, because we're going to have a podcast about the power of podcasting. And the best part about it is, is we're going to have Duncan's take on why this is so important to him and what he's going to be bringing to all of you, uh, his loyal followers, friends, and clients. All right, let's get on to it. So here's the thing. What, what intrigued you about podcasting? Why podcasting and why do you think it's so important to bring this to people now? Well, there is such a substantial amount of noise in the world. And uh, I put a big emphasis on the concept of the signal to noise ratio. You want people to tune out the noise and tune into your signal. Now, you couple that with the fact that uh, there's a lot of windshield time, there's a lot of treadmill time. And some people just like the idea of being a passive fly in the wall listening to a conversation as opposed to being, you know, potentially lectured to in the form of a presentation. So I like the concept. And before you and I engaged, I talked to a number of people uh, about the distinction between, let's say, a YouTube video or an informational video versus a podcast. And it wasn't even close. People prefer to listen to and consume information through a podcast. Now, you are a consumer of podcasts. I know your team are consumers of podcasts. Um, I want you to take that one step deeper, though, Duncan. So so let's talk a little bit more about the fly on the wall and how people like to feel like they're being talked with instead of talking at, which is a huge component of how you believe content marketing should be created. Well, not to oversimplify it, but there's a big distinction between being interesting and being interested. And the thing I like about a podcast is the fact that it is a bona fide, authentic conversation that's interesting. Uh, there's an old saying in marketing, right? You can't bore someone into buying something. And uh, yet another soundbite, facts tell, stories sell. Now, you think about a fee-for-service financial professional with immense technical ability, most clients don't need to know everything the financial advisor knows. They just need to know that the advisor knows. And so data dumping with jargon and technical ability is just not interesting. And I'll tell you something. A couple of days ago, I had a conversation with Chris Jepson, and he co-wrote the advisor playbook with me. And he is what I would consider to be a master storyteller. And we were talking about uh, the calling the noble profession of being a financial advisor. And so he told me this story about an advisor who had a client that informed him that um, he was going through some health challenges and decided 
it was in the best interest of his firm to resign from the firm and go address his health issue. And the advisor said, have you submitted your resignation letter? And the client said, yes. And the advisor says, I want you to rescind that, take that back because we have a different avenue to go down. And it went from a resignation to a disability issue. And that advisor, that the impact he had on that family from that small little insight was profound. Now, I'm not doing that story any justice. To hear Chris tell the story, it's moving. I mean, literally goosebumps. And you realize this is what a financial professional should be talking about, not what their value is, but what it does and giving it some personality in the form of a story. And again, a conversation enables that environment and and that opportunity to tell those stories. We talk a lot about how podcasting allows you to move from a skeptic to a fan, and you call it from prospects to, or, or suspects to prospects. Break that down a little bit more, please. Okay. So let's just build on the concept of what a podcast can do. And I would look at it um, in four distinct areas. First of all, validation. Validation that if I'm your client, I'm with the right financial professional. And it rejuvenates my feelings about you, the financial professional, and it counters loyalty fatigue, which can be brought on by familiarity. A long-term relationship, I can start to take you for granted. But the more I hear you and the more I hear a panoramic uh, view on your philosophy and your approach, uh, it just rejuvenates that relationship. That's just number one. Number two is, to your point, is conversion. Now. On the top end of the loyalty ladder, conversion is total client engagement, converting customers that buy something from you into a client who buys into something with you, buys into your process, fully empowers you. And then that's the springboard to converting a client that endorses you into an advocate that actually makes introductions. They take action. They feel so strongly about the advisor. They feel so strongly about the friend. They see the alignment, they make the introduction. That conversion is huge. So back to your point about sifting out a prospect from a mass of suspects. In traditional marketing, they call it the funnel and the pipe, putting people into the funnel, working them through your pipeline, activating the relationship cycle. Well, ultimately what it comes down to is this. There's an expression that says, if you want to get hired, someone has to get fired, which means if I'm a prospective client, listening to you represent yourself, you're activating the contrast principle. I'm starting to compare and contrast you to my current provider and potentially anybody else I'm betting. And I want to come, you you want me to come to my own conclusions as a prospective client that everybody else I've been talking to, it's like trying to pick out uh, the cleanest shirt in the laundry, okay? Relative to your value, it's so profoundly better Okay, so this is what content marketing and specifically a podcast do. And then lastly, in the spirit of intellectual property, a fee-for-service financial professional, they're not transacting, they're not selling. Every investment of effort contributes to their enterprise value. And for many financial advisors, their business, it's not a book, it's a business. It's the biggest asset they own. And when they start to reimagine how they position themselves and how they uh, communicate with the world, 
that has a profound impact on their enterprise value. So Matt, I mean, I could go on for hours about this, but net net, that's what content marketing and specifically a podcast can do. Validation, conversion, contrast, and intellectual property. What great uh, points to make. We know that uh, financial services professionals, experts who have their own podcast, um, for every podcast they have, they are that much more exponentially more respected. And in fact, one of our earliest clients, Duncan, said to us, you know, having the podcast for conversions and prospects and leads and stuff like that is one thing. But he's like, this is scaled credibility for me. It's my opportunity to get my voice out into the marketplace in a way that's palatable and convenient and separates me from other advisors. Because you know this better than anybody. There aren't a lot of advisors who are doing this yet. Well, okay. So that brings up a really great point in terms of the art and science of being a financial professional and growing a business methodically. The science is the technical ability. It's There was a time that's a, that was enough. Now it's a minimum requirement. The art okay, is literally being an artisan and, and crafting that X factor, call it bedside manner, what have you. It's appreciated now more than ever. And here's the qualitative benefit. It's very rejuvenating for the financial professional. It's no longer a job. I don't have to do this. I get to do this. It activates their sense of purpose. And that is palpable in this world because, you know, we've all attended presentations, listened to webinars or podcasts, and you could tell it was very structured, very contrived, and just missing something in terms of energy. When somebody channels their purpose and their calling in what they do, you feel it. And that is profoundly impactful. To position yourself as a subject matter expert while efficiently creating professional contrast in the eyes of your prospective clients, strategic partners, and ideal clients, deploy a podcasting initiative using the turnkey process developed by Proudmouth. Learn more at Proudmouth.com. Organic growth. Let, let's actually talk about two components of this. Number one, one of the most effective ways to use a podcast is to market into your existing book of business, which you talked about, which is that uh, reminding your clients why they love you so much, right? That client retention, that client uh, communication, that client, uh, your ability to show that sort of love. But let's talk about how your clients have mastered a lot of aspects of organic marketing. How does this help with that in your mind? Well, it's it's interesting, the progression. We want, among other things, to decommoditize the financial advisor's value so that clients focus on what they're worth, not what they cost. That's a very good starting point. And then it progresses through everything we've talked to, about to this point. But this next frontier you're referring to, when somebody really cracks the code on their organic business, it becomes this proof of concept that can be put in the hands of someone else. Okay, so if you think about the incrementalism, the compounding effect of practice management, that contributes to that intellectual property called a playbook, a procedures manual, and that can be replicated 
Okay, so it's interesting, the, the paradox. We want the lead advisor or advisors on a team to make themselves obsolete. Okay, so it's not the Matt show. It's not the Duncan show. It's an actual enterprise. And if somebody were to depart, business would still thrive. Okay, that mindset means also I can scale. So I, that means I can go out and create another income stream. I can go out and attract advisors and not leave them to their own devices. They can draft in behind my process and have very predictable outcomes. And I can go acquire a business. And here's what's amazing. I mean, we see this all the time. We see an advisory firm go out and buy a business from somebody who's maybe plateaued or they're out of gas or they they just want to slow things down and uh, you know just liberate themselves. And let's just say it's a, a business with $80 million of AUM. The advisor with the process buys that business. And then in the transition of onboarding and transitioning those clients over, turns it over, it turns it into a hundred million dollar business in three or four months. And uh, that process is spectacular. And not to oversimplify this either, but the advisors who do this, they've moved so far away from being that broker who focuses on products, pricing, and performance, okay? They frame their business around great people, a great practice, and a great process, and they attract advisors that are philosophically aligned, okay? So we have this little acronym, Matt, it's called PSP. So let's just say you're a financial advisor, you wanna buy my business. It's a fit process, right? We're gonna vet each other, make sure there's an alignment. PSP means, it's a philosophical, strategic, and practical fit. Philosophical is you and I see the world the same way, okay? Stewardship, not salesmanship. Everything's client-centered. Okay, great. That's philosophical. Practical, or sorry, strategic. How do my clients benefit from this? Will they be upgraded? Will they be elevated in terms of their client experience? And then the practical is the economics. In that order. So if the advisor approaches it and says, okay, I want a philosophical fit, I want a strategic alignment, and I want a practical economic outcome, we, we never get tired of seeing that brought to life, and uh, that is incredibly powerful. Podcasting specifically allows a financial services professional to stay away from those three Ps that you just talked about, because that's not what they should podcast about. Because here's the deal, Duncan, and you know this, right? I'm not going to go to your podcast to find out about what's going on in the market today. But I do want to go to your podcast to find out how you view what's going on in the market today and how that's going to impact my long-term philosophy. Would you mind just talking a little bit more about the philosophical component on what you think advisors should podcast about to make sure that they're getting the biggest bang for their buck, please? Yeah, it's a great question, actually. And uh, ultimately, what it comes down to, and this is a branding one-on-one, is Okay, what problems do you solve? Where's the unmet need? And ultimately, what does the addressable audience want? Now, let's just say the financial professionals' target audience are professionals, executives, and business owners. Okay, so that's the who. What do they want? Okay, they want to understand, how can I get to that work-optional lifestyle? How can I uh, solidify my continuity, succession, and family investment legacy plan? How can I look to the future with anticipation and know that my bucket list is not just 
this crazy aspiration, but it's literally something doable. Okay. We have this acronym, Matt, it's called FORM. We've been using it forever. Family, occupation, recreation, money. So think about this. In a typical 30-minute conversation a financial advisor has with someone, five or 10 minutes is focused talking about money. The rest is on the not just the, the means, but the end. What it does for a family, what it does for an occupation, what it does for a recreational interest. So net, net, to answer your question, I would do a, if I'm a financial professional targeting business owners, I would talk all day about what business owners want in a financial advisor. What are their unmet needs? What are they trying to accomplish in their life? Their own enterprise value, their own issues regarding next gen, all of those issues. And a great inspiration on that is the book, The Millionaire Next Door by Tom Stanley, right? And there's many others, but just talk about what people want. I know when I think about the financial advisors in my life, I, I I just liberate me to go live my life. I don't need to know everything you know. I just want to know that you've got this and let me go and do what I'm good at. Let me stay in my lane. So uh, again, oversimplified, but focus on form, focus on what people want and position yourself as a subject matter expert panoramically beyond your technical ability. What should I have asked you? What 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 question didn't I ask today in our first show here uh, that I should have? You know, I I was on LinkedIn and you and I exchange and Kirk we exchange um, and I really appreciate the way you guys have uh, carved out your niche. And Kirk said something the other day on LinkedIn. He said most people that engage in the world of podcasts quit after seven podcasts. And I thought, isn't that interesting? Now, that's a reality. That's a factual issue. And so I thought to myself, why is that? And like many things in life, it comes down to time and money. Okay, so it costs money to do a podcast. And they obviously felt the return on investment wasn't there. It also takes time. So from a return on energy they didn't feel that they were getting good value. But here's what, it, it, you know, financial professionals have to eat their own cooking and understand the compounding effect of any effort that there's the inflection point with a podcast. It's probably after 15 or 20, not seven. So you've got to really focus on cause and effect, not the outcome, but uh, just immersing yourself and letting it build and having immense patient patience. Hey, you might win the lottery and get a brand new client after your second podcast, but just detach yourself from that expectation. If you're going to enter into this world, commit to it and talk to me in three years, okay, about how this all came together as a cumulative outcome. But in the meantime, Focus on the activity, immerse yourself in that. Don't call it in. And I'll just also say as a shout out to Proudmouth, outsource it. Don't DIY this because it just doesn't come off. And, you know, the, the, the image on the front of our book, the advisor playbook, it's a giant hourglass and somebody has popped the lid and they're pouring in more sand. The beauty of outsourcing is you put more sand in your hourglass and the outcome, the, the, finished product is so 
polished and you've given yourself the gift of time and then just let it build, let it compound and just be at peace with any results that, that occur. Anyway, there you go. That's fantastic, dude. I, I really appreciate that. So so all of the listeners, there's just a couple of housekeeping items that I want to make sure that you pay attention to. Number one, please make sure that you click the subscribe now button below. Uh, that way, every time Duncan comes out with a new show, it'll show up directly on your listening device. And if you know somebody who's been thinking about podcasting and loves Duncan and loves everything that Pareto does, please just click the share button. It's so easy to share a podcast. You'll all find this out when you start your own podcast. Easy to click the share button, and it'll make it so that you can get it out to whomever you need to send it. And then finally, if you have a quick moment, just give a quick rating on the show and a couple of comments, because that's going to make the podcast even more visible and make more people have the opportunity to learn from Pareto and Duncan and all of the wonderful things that you got within the system. So Duncan, thanks very much for uh, podcasting and thanks very much for uh, letting me ask you some questions today. Pleasure. Thanks very much, Matt. Thank you for listening to Always On with Duncan McPherson, where our objective is to enable professionals to always be working on their business and on themselves. Want to learn more about Duncan and his team? Visit ParetoSystems.com. Don't forget to click the follow button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the hosts and or guests and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Pareto Systems. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. This podcast is powered by Proudmouth, the influence accelerators. If you're like me and want to spend more time educating people and less time selling, Proudmouth helps turn Main Street experts like you into trusted mainstream authorities. They will help amplify your influence over a growing audience of magnetically attracted fans. Visit Proudmouth.com to learn more.